This is Unqualified Parenting. If you're looking for tips on parenting, relationships, self-care, or just need someone to relate to, you've come to the right place. We may be unqualified, but our info is anything but. It's a show full of parenting failures, parenting wins, and some amazing guests. I'm Jen, a full-time bio mom and part-time stepmom. And I'm Cody, a dad who recently remarried and has full custody of his daughter. And we're here to bring you our unique perspectives from our two very different blended families. Hi, Jen. Hi. How are you? Good. Yeah? So exhausted. How are you? Exhausted. Sweet. It's life. Yeah. I feel like we haven't podcasted in like a month. So much is happening. It's been two weeks. to happen. But guess what today is? Flag day. Today starts our third year podcasting. Oh my goodness. We've been doing this for, and we haven't missed a day. And now we know it's on flag day. Well, this year. It might not be flag day (laughs) next year. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, congrats to us. Uh, Happy anniversary. Yeah. Happy anniversary too. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Happy cast anniversary. No. Happy pot anniversary castery. Oh god. Anna. And this ends the podcast <laughs> from here. Did you hear about that mom who had a record breaking 10 babies at once? Yes. At once? Yeah. That's a lie. It's Guinness Book of World Record. You can't have 10 babies at once. That's what I thought. That's not possible. And she already had a six-year-old twins. Does just like the bottom half of her look like a like a bomb victim? Just yeah. no legs left. Yeah. Everything's open. Yeah. A poor woman. I know. That. Like I'm sure like whoever got her pregnant, he has to register that thing as like a weapon of mass destruction. <laughs> like you need he either needs a vasectomy or need, he needs to start donating some sperm. One of the two. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've heard of like women who can be born with like two uteruses and they can get pregnant at different times at the same time. At different times at the same time. There was a woman who got. Well, there was a woman who got pregnant by her husband. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. And the other guy was black and she was white and the first baby came out black and he's like, uh, what? And she's like, she's like uh, hang on. Uh, there, there's one more. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like a little like vanilla twist. Uh, that's busted. Uh, anyway, this podcast episode mm-hmm. is on sleep issues that aren't behavioral. Okay. And when to talk to your doctor. Now. Right now. Just well, so, so. Define what a behavioral sleep issue. But before okay, we get into that. Yes, I have a quiz for you. And then I have an update. Shit, I have an update. Sweet. I have an Aubrey update. Should we do the quiz first? Okay. What's your favorite color? Blue. I don't know. It's becoming pink, like hot pink. And you guys can do this along with us if you would like to write down your favorite color as well. And now, Cody, what three words would you use to describe hot pink? Hot pink? Hot pink color. <laughs> pink. Well, I can't say hot either. <laughs> okay, three words. Uh, I mean, do you want the graphic designer input of me? No, I want the artist input. Okay, it's fluorescent, it's bright, and it's happy. Okay. And you want to know what I made that was hot pink? What? I got my 3D printer working, and I made a blow dart gun. Oh, nice. And I made these blow darts with nails in the end. (laughs) You're such a child. And the entire time, Mikhail's just like, what are you doing? And I was like, You're like, nothing. I was like, look, I've got (laughs) flies in the shop, and I've got hornets in the shop. And if I'm going to kill them, I want to have some fun. Did you ever watch that movie, Jungle to Jungle, with Tim Allen? Where he has a son that lives in the jungle. No. Mimi Siku. You have to watch it. Ever since I watched that, I've always wanted a blowgun. But oh, is that the one where it's like Arrah! the toucan? No. Okay. Uh, what is your favorite animal? Again, listeners, follow along. What is your favorite animal, Bethany? Man, that's a hard one. Are we talking like marine animal, like a pet, like a like a wildlife, like farm? 
Just like any. If you could have one, like, as a pet, but it, like, wasn't going to be any upkeep, so you could pick, like, anything you wanted, just coolest animal. It'd be a cow. Seriously? <laughs> Dead serious. I love cows. All right. I wish I could have a cow. How would you describe a cow? Milk. Three words. No. <laughs> Beef. <laughs> no. Um, smart. They're smart. crazy they smart. They are really smart. Um, careful. Careful. Because they've got really good, like, sense of, like, their body. And uh, I just say funny. They're funny. just, yeah. They're silly billies. They're not billies. That's a goat, you weirdo. Favorite form of water. <laughs> Wet. <laughs> <laughs> like, like. Like, what do you like mean favorite pond, form? ocean. So that's a river, body. Thunderstorm, rain. Thunderstorm is not a type of water. Rain, my apologies. Rain. That's just wet water. <laughs> yeah, look, you have hard water, which is ice. You have wet water, which is water. And then you have hot water, which is just steam. But like favorite type, like ocean, <laughs> pond. So so favorite body of water? Yeah. But it could be rain too, so it's not body. But just How, favorite form it can't of be, water. Uh, bathtub water. Ew. <laughs> That's your favorite form of water? I, I soak in the bathtub every night. Uh, okay, okay, ocean. I ocean? guess everyone's going to say ocean. Oh, I love the ocean. So does everyone. Oh, I love to travel I and mean, I love you can to do laugh. bath water if you want. Do you, you want do, bath water? You do bath water. <laughs> I really don't want. Okay, we use three words to describe the ocean. Big. Mysterious. Good one. Deadly. Okay. <laughs> your favorite color and how you describe that color is how you see yourself. Fluorescent, bright, and happy. And you told me I couldn't use hot? <laughs> okay, we'll change fluorescent to back to hot. Because how can someone be fluorescent? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you glow at night. Your favorite animal and how you describe that is how others see you. <laughs> Big Smart. <laughs> Smart. No. Careful. Nope. Not funny. careful. Not careful, but smart, funny. Yeah, I think those are both stretches. Uh, favorite form of water is how you view love. Big, mysterious, <laughs> deadly. <laughs> yeah, I'd say, that, I'd say that's right on. <laughs> but isn't that fascinating? No, because it's just <laughs> bullshit. It's fun. <laughs> it Listeners, I hope you had fun with that. It's like, do you remember playing the mansion game when you were little? No. So you'd like, you'd like write like different like house types and who you're going to marry and how many kids and all this stuff. And you'd answer these random questions. It's like, you're going to marry Tom Cruise and live in a mansion underground. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. What's your update? So I was watching a Bob's Burgers episode and... Bob's Burg, I swear that these writers just watch our family for ideas. Like there have been like phrases verbatim in Bob's Burgers that we have uttered in our house before we ever watched the episode. Hmm. And there was an episode where Bob was getting a little angry over some really dumb things. And so he tries meditation and it opens his mind. And watching Bob, watching Bob get angry. I paused it and I said, Mikkel, am I angry? Am I Bob? <laughs> and she just kind of nods. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> so. You're, no, I'm not. <laughs> how dare you say that? <laughs> so Aubrey and I had a big blow up, big fight, where I misunderstood some things and didn't give her a chance to explain before I got mad. And we watched this episode, and then I had to sit her down in a room and apologized for being an asshole <laughs> and being a bad dad. I feel like there's a trend with the assholeness. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we decided to just stop and start over. Just forget everything. Mm -hmm. Forget all of it. 
You're no longer grounded. I'm no longer mad at you. I'm not going to get mad. Mm-hmm. We're starting over. Starting, we're, our trust starts over today. Our honesty starts over today. Our relationship starts over today. And it's been great. That's great. I realize that just like in video games, right? I don't know if you've ever played a Souls-like game where the whole point is to just die and keep dying over and over until you unlock little shortcuts. In these games, it's very possible that as a level one character, you can walk into an area where there's level 80 bad guys. Whoa. And if you keep going that way, you're just going to keep dying. Mm-hmm. You've got to change your strategy. Yeah. You got to start over. Yeah. We just kept butting heads. And if we had kept going that direction, I know that we would damage our relationship yeah, permanently. Yeah, like it. Yeah. Yeah. So I told her, you have nothing to apologize here. Or apologize for here. It's all me. I was the one getting mad over these little things. I was the one not giving you the benefit of the doubt. It's all on me. I'm sorry. We're starting over. But are you saying it's okay to be on YouTube till 2 in the morning? Nope. Or was it just the blowout? It was just just everything. We're just starting over. So her electronic devices are still taken away. However, if she can moderate herself... Mm-hmm. Not be on her electronics too long. Be honest. She gets device back a week, and she gets to pick. And mm-hmm. as long as sh- that device doesn't become an issue, she gets another device back that she picks. We mm-hmm. we set out all these terms and made sure that she was okay with them, and we agreed to them or whatever. Yeah. And just said, "Hey, we're starting over." I haven't been a fun dad in years. I used to be the fun dad. I think you've had. Definitely moments where you're fun, Dad. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we started over, and things have been great. That's awesome. And we've gone and done things as a family. We went and saw the Egypt exhibit at the Natural History Museum, which was fucking dope. That's cool. It was so cool. And then, kind of like I said, Aubrey and I, like, I printed out this. I spent all day trying to get my printer to work. Printed out this awesome little kit. Bought some aluminum tubing from Lowe's. Built this like blow dart gun, set up a target in the shop, had a small drywall, and went downstairs. And I went, Abriel, how many times have I said this? Get outside now. What did I do? You get outside right now in the shop. She goes in there, and the blow dart gun's set up, and all the darts are laid out, and the target's right there. And I said, this is your only chance to beat me at darts because I'm going to get good. <laughs> and we spent an hour having a blow dart competition. That's awesome. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. And I realized I haven't been affectionate to her in a long time. You know, because when they're little, you cuddle all the time. Yeah. Right? But as they get older, you kind of forget that they still kind of need, need some that, of that, yeah. you know? So started just giving her hugs every once in a while, realizing that she's going to be out of the house in like five years, six yeah. years. Yeah. She's going to be moving on. And so I want these years to be good. So she gets the benefit of the doubt. She, she's allowed to mess up just like we all are. Mm-hmm. And my default go-to is going to be whatever's fun, whatever's still in the rules, we're good that way. Yeah, that's good. So... You can still be, like, uh, disciplining them without, like, making them feel like shit right. all the other times. So, like, yesterday she was on her phone for six hours. So today I said, hey, I noticed you were on there for a long time yesterday. Remember our deal. If you can't moderate yourself, you're going to lose a device. Mm-hmm. Just a heads up. Oh, I'm sorry, Dad. No, there's nothing to be sorry about. We know the deal. You know the deal. We're good. Mm-hmm. The house has been a lot more peaceful. Good. Stress is gone. That's awesome. Our relationship. So if you're like me and you tend to hold on to shit, you can always just start over. Now, that doesn't mean that everything's forgiven and you're perfect in the eyes of your child. They're going to remember. And it has to be up to both of you if you want to start right. over. But she was like, yeah, this is a great idea. And I was like, perfect. Yeah. So let's start over. And I feel like our relationship is going to start going in the right way. That's awesome. So, Aubrey update. I was wrong. I owed her an apology. We started over. 
Good. Yeah. That's awesome. What do you got for us? So, um, what brought this subject up was because the my, sleep apnea. My daughter needed a sleep study because she has been snoring and she acts tired throughout the day, but she sleeps like a champ. So, uh, actually, Steve told me that I needed to brag about myself for a little bit because she goes to bed at seven every night and gets up at about 6.30 and rarely ever wakes up. That's good. Once in a while, she'll have a nightmare. But pretty much religiously, I have sleep trained her since she was littler. Um, If you're interested in what I did, I did, I don't remember if it's the Ferger or Ferber method when she was a little bit older. And then when she was a baby baby, I did the baby wise schedule. And the most important takeaway, I feel like from that was baby wise is a book was that you wake them up before they're hungry because you know they need to eat like every three hours at that age. So instead of waiting for them to scream and cry and wake up with hunger pains, you wake them up and feed them. Can Mikkel start doing this? Because I'm not going to lie, I wouldn't be bad if you woke me up with like a little sandwich every (laughs) once in a while. Put a boob in your face and you'd be happy. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Either one. Yeah, I mean. Sandwich, boob, Sandwich, boob, candy bar. (laughs) Um, So she's just always been a champ sleeper because of that. But even with that consistent sleep, She's still rubbing her face all day. She's still tired, and she's snored since she was about 18 months old. She she's might be now. alcoholic. Yep, that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> she's getting into my white gloss. That's, you know babies get colic, and that's they just shorten it because they don't want you to feel bad. It's really alcoholic. <laughs> I didn't know that. You learn new things on this podcast every week, every don't, other week. You, no, it's not true. You don't. I know. <laughs> if people believe that, come on, guys. <laughs> um. Anyway, but she, she's she been snoring, and I noticed she's been gasping in her sleep for a while. She'll just randomly gasp, which isn't good. So that's Is it like I, a, oh, wow, yep, okay, yep, that, yep, my mom did that one, yep. <laughs> Santa Claus isn't real. Is it those gasps? Yeah, yeah, no. Like, it's really quiet, and then she'll like, like, it's like a snoring gasp, and it's it doesn't sound good. Um, so if you're wondering, like, uh, when to see your doctor, um, and you, you're looking for signs of sleep problems that aren't behavioral are snoring, breathing pauses, um, trouble falling asleep. Like even if they're really tired and they have a consistent routine, uh, problems with sleeping through the night. Um, this is a web MD article called sleep disorders in children, it, which it, I will. Lead the article is going to end and they have cancer cause that's what I'm <laughs> yeah. Um, unexplained decreased, uh, in unexplained decrease in daytime performance, unusual events during sleep, like nightmares, which she, it's has. funny that they say performance cause it's like, they're not going to work. right they're they're not athletes like yeah she really underperformed on her block building today she totally missed the laundry basket (laughs) when she was trying to get her clothes in teeth grinding bedwetting restless sleep and trouble waking up in the morning so they do go over tips over improving your sleep skill like your child's sleep which is like you know regular bedtime relaxing routine no food drinks blah 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 if you're more interested in the behavioral stuff because your kid's like just throwing a fit and not wanting to go to sleep or you're not sure how to put them down, please check out episode 46 with Shannon Parole because we go, we actually talk to a sleep consultant in that episode. I think it's Parola. Parola? Mm-hmm. Parole? Parola. Parola. But check that one out. Um, so the reason why lack of sleep is bad is because it can cause, they can have accidents and injuries, which my daughter is so accident like, like they can't she operate like heavy machinery? Drunk. Yeah, exactly. Okay. No, you've seen her walk. Like people say she looks drunk half the time she's walking and she I, falls. I'm, I'm not one to judge because I got, I got limp. So I just figure it's just her, she just got a little pimp walk. Maybe, but you should. She she struggles. Uh, behavior problem, impulse behavior, mood behavior, mood concentration, uh, performance, slower reaction times, and overeating. Um, How did you test your reaction time? 
<laughs> I threw a ball right at her face. You're like, look, this is a baseball. If you don't get out of the way, you're going to get hit. Dip, dodge, dive, and dodge. Yep. Dip, duck, dive, dodge. If you dodge. can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. So, like, when to see your doctor is if you're noticing, like, tons of wakefulness or they're still tired and you've tr- you've gone through all the behavioral type stuff, you have a good routine and it's not them fighting it, they're they're snoring all the time, things like that. Again, I'm going to throw some links up here that you can go through and look look through them yourself. But Can I, can I add a warning? That we're not doctors? To this? No. Oh. A lot of parents give their kids melatonin. Melatonin only works in tiny doses. Mm. If you give too much, it has the exact opposite effect. We used to give Aubrey five milligrams, which you think is nothing. And she wasn't sleeping well. And we got talking to her doctor and her doctor goes, hold the phone. Five milligrams, an adult shouldn't even be taking five milligrams. <laughs> she needs to be taking about one. Oh, wow. And sure enough, we switched to one and she got her sleep schedule back on track and we were able to get off it. Good. That's so awesome. If if you're going the melatonin route, talk to your pediatrician, yes. get an absolute recommended yes, dose. Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, so for actual sleep disorders, well, and to back up on that, like if you have any doubts or issues or anything, always talk to your pediatrician. At your, there's checkup appointments that you go to every year or, or call them. They're happy to help with stuff like this unless you have an asshole doctor. Um, so some of the sleep disorders are obstructive sleep apnea, central sleep apnea, uh, insomnia, hypersomnia. Um, prosmias are a disruptive sleep disorder, which uh, during REM sleep, um, you have like partial arousals from non-REM sleep or REM sleep. Well, guys get that a lot, the partial <laughs> arousals. Uh, REM sleep behavior disorder, sick circadian rhythm sleep disorder, non-24 hour sleep-wake disorder, periodic limb movement disorder, shift work sleep disorder, and narcolepsy. Uh, do kids really get shift work sleep disorder? No, they don't. They, they, they go, <laughs> go into the shoe factory at night to, 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 to earn and their exactly allowance. what that is, so good job. Uh, no. Kids, there's not many of these that kids really develop or like even leg restlessness. I think you can sometimes grow out of that. Um, narcolepsy, like one of the recommendations for that is like taking frequent naps, things like that. Really, but isn't that what narcolepsy is, those frequent naps? <laughs> but they're unplanned. Um, so the, the two main ones are really obstructive sleep apnea and central sleep apnea. So obstructive is there's something blocking the airway. Yes. And, and it's usually tonsils or okay. adenoids can be too big. And central is more systemic? Yeah. Does that mean brain? <laughs> no, just kind of all over the body. Because it's, it's your brain doesn't tell your muscles to take in air. Okay, so, so nervous something's system. wrong in your brain not telling you to breathe regularly. So your central your nervous sleep. system. Yeah. Um, so usually what they recommend if, if your kid is having these, you know, more serious issues that can't be fixed behaviorally is that they'll, they'll recommend a polysomnography, which is polysomnography. Yep. That's exactly what I said. (laughs) Thank you for repeating exactly what I said. It's where you go and have a sleep study. Now, I want to warn you, because we did one of these for Finley. They put, like, six sensors on their head, two on each leg. A microphone is taped to your throat. You have two little nozzles going up your nose, and then one sticking straight out. I've, I've never understood this. Like, like, a sleep study should be, you're in a nice, quiet room, in a comfy bed. There's nothing around you. <laughs> it's perfectly dark. But to- instead, they're just like, nope, fucking, like terminator shit like you should share the picture i was going to so i'm glad you said that because i forgot and like an actual like belt that they cut out to her size to strap another sensor on and then they have one on her side like they measure everything there's no way i could sleep she struggled it was so sad there's no way i did 
prepare her for this if anyone's going through this by telling her that she gets to put stickers all over her body? Did you just like wrap like a thing of like scotch tape around her head? <laughs> I, I showed her <laughs> pictures of what it would look like. And I said that uh, she gets to have a sleepover at the doctor's. And I'm sure and she, she got there. so excited. And she was like, Mom, what the fuck? This is not as cool as you made it out to be. <laughs> as they were putting stuff on, because they let her put some of the sensors on herself, ones that like just go on your chest, it doesn't matter. Uh, and she was like super helpful. And we told her that she was going to be a robot astronaut because they like tape them to your head afterward because and the here kids she is. try to pull She's them off. She's like, fuck yes, I'm going to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> And then when it was sleep time was when <laughs> it all went oh. downhill. And yeah, the poor, poor thing. She woke up at one screaming and she grabbed because the sensor on the front detects like, I think when you're exhaling, because um, it like hangs off your nose like a little horn or something. And she kept grabbing it and yanking on it. But it was taped so hard to her face that like she was just pulling her face skin and she said that she wanted milk and was like bawling about milk. And I asked the doctor, do you have milk? And he said, no, we only have water. And I'm like, why? You do child <laughs> like, sleep studies. Why don't you have like yeah. water formula? Like so I loved primary children's hospital is amazing. And all the doctors there have been awesome. They're so good with her. They brought her toys. Like they were awesome. But this part I did not like because I went to, because I told her the milk is in the cafeteria. The cafeteria is in another building. I'm going to have to leave you by yourself one in the morning and walk to the other building, buy the milk and come back. It's going to be a long time. Do you really want milk enough for me to leave you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do. Peace. So I went to leave the area and I noticed that it locks behind me so i went back because i'm not leaving and locking out my baby like that terrified me and i wouldn't even know who to call like I, and you can't bang on the door because there's six other kids having sleep studies then you're that asshole i know give me my baby so i asked the doctor um how do i get back in and he's like oh you have to talk to security in that other building and have them call us to let us know that you're coming why wouldn't you fucking tell me that when i'm leaving why wouldn't you get a badge why wouldn't you just have milk <laughs> like like, why, like when i worked security at this like bank we had badges where the ink would change color over time so we knew if it was blue you're not supposed to be here but if it was red you're good that's cool i've never heard of that why, yeah um so anyway i went and got her milk and came back and it was long and scary for me and her and i got back and she had like three sips of the milk and then had ate a bunch of fruit snacks and then went back to sleep (laughs) the the thankless job i know and there's no there's no fridge you just fucking throw the whole thing of milk you just bought in the garbage like this took me 20 minutes i had to talk to three security guards i cried twice (laughs) i have like my heart was beating the whole time so these these sleep studies are not like oh something easy quick if my kids if you think it's behavioral like work on that first but obviously talk to your doctor yeah i feel like a sleep study is like the nuclear option like yeah everything failed why are my kid up like he's a new Nintendo? Let's do this. <laughs> so the doctor will usually ask, does your child snore? Um, what else have you observed about your child's sleep? Um, do they have problems paying attention? Do they have learning difficulties? And does sleep apnea run in their family? Which her dad has it. So one of the most common ones, if, if your kid really has trouble sleeping, snoring a lot, is obstructive sleep apnea. Um, so some of the treatments are medications, removal of tonsils or adenoids, um, positive air pressure therapy, which is a CPAP machine, and then, uh, some sort of mouthpiece to help open the airway. Can you imagine how hard this would be before the invention of like modern medicine? No. You get sleep apnea and it's just like, you're just screwed for life. I'm sorry. You just, <laughs> yeah, you're you, just going to be miserable you, you, you every got day a, You got a bad ghost in you. And, and you, you might can't. die in your sleep. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. And you're not expected to make it past 12. So, 
No, I think about that with a lot of things. Like, how did they used to do it back then? That's why if you look at those pictures, like like kids in like their early teens, they look 30. You know, <laughs> like so they got tired. wrinkles, receding hairline. Yeah. <laughs> um, so even, even if you get your pediatrician's approval to have the sleep study, just double check with your insurance that they're going to cover it. Ooh, because, that, that's pricey. Yeah. Like it's usually, at least in Utah and most insurances, they said it's a grand, just like straight out of pocket, $1,000, the end. Like that's, and then your insurance will cover like maybe some or all of the rest. But just double check with your insurance and make sure you get that referral because if you don't have it, I mean, it's lab techs literally watching your kid on like 20 different monitors all night long. It's not just eight hours. It's a couple hours before they go to bed. Yeah. Oh, another thing they measure is your CO2 levels before you go to sleep and after to make sure you don't have like a buildup of CO2. Yeah, make sure you're getting it all out. But yeah, they like, they even watch her on camera. And he said, if you need anything, just lean over into the camera and wave. So at one, when she was freaking out, because I didn't know if I could leave or not, I was like flailing in front of the camera and he came immediately. So there, it takes a lot for these sleep studies. And then they do scoring systems afterward where they look through it as they're watching your kids sleep and score you know on what they see do you think there's also someone they're watching you like okay let's see if she's just overbearing i'm gonna sit her right out of everything she does <laughs> probably turns out it's not your kid it's you you're a bitch <laughs> leave your kid alone um and then they have someone else like that didn't watch the kids sleep just look at the lab results score it and then they send it to the sleep doctor and then he does the same thing and then calls you and i'm really glad I actually got the call from my doctor today, like a few hours ago, about her results. So I hadn't even talked to you about this yet. Turns out she's a I lizard. Thought, yep, she's <laughs> she's a dog this whole time. Um, so what they found with her, she has mild obstructive sleep apnea, and she has mild central sleep apnea. Okay, a little bit A, a little bit of B. Yeah. So the obstructive one... She has to go to ear, nose, throat doctor to see if her tonsils or adenoids need to be surgically removed. What are you going to do if there's like a toy stuck in there? <laughs> you did <laughs> all this and her. there's like a Barbie like high heel shoe so in there. Hard. Um, if that is a no, which I like primary children's because the doctor said like I've referred people to them and sometimes they say like, no, there's not anything here. They don't just do surgery to see. Let's see if that let's fixes just, it. Let's, let's just, just open her up. There. Yeah. Let's see what you got inside. Because um, if they're not specialized in children, some some might just do that for grownups. Because, like, yeah. So go, go make sure you go to people who are specialized If in anyone, children. if their first response is ever to cut open your child, you should second guess that <laughs> shit. Um. If they say no, then I have to call the sleep doctor back to talk about getting a CPAP machine. The good news, I think, about that is if she can get used to it now, which kids are super resilient they at are. this age. Like, like stuff just rolls off their back. If she can get used to it now, it'll be like nothing. Yeah. Then she'll just be used to it forever and always know that. You might have to dedicate a room in your house for those with the CPAP. And <laughs> then you can without. sleep somewhere quiet because yeah. it's like an <laughs> industrial air conditioner in the room. Um, I did talk to them about that. Like, how the hell do you get a fucking three-year-old to wear a mask over their face? And he said that there's actually a sleep psychologist that specializes in getting your kid used to CPAP like, machine. Put them in like boy in the bubble. <laughs> just like zipper into like a tent is this or the mask i don't know what it's like but it sucks i couldn't like i i toss and turn all night as is mm -hmm. like like i got pissed off at my retainer the other night <laughs> because it was so different my tongue wouldn't leave it alone that's what she said no. he said i couldn't imagine having to strap something to my face yeah, no, I would not do well with that. Um, she also had desaturated oxygen with and without the apnea, which means her oxygen levels fell by at least 3% at a time. And that was sometimes during an apnea episode, but sometimes not during. 
and uh, she was rarely below 90%, but she did hit 83% oxygen, which is like, really bad. Do you sit down and start, look, we're going to fix this. You're shifted the shoe factory. You're going to do a lot better. <laughs> You're going to be a better baseball player. Your performance is going to be good. <laughs> um, so I told her that she gets to have another sleep study after all this. And she was like, no, I already did that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I know, but don't you want to sleep over again? No, nope. I already did that. <laughs> she says alder instead of already. Yeah. So she said, mom, I alder did that. And she's going to be surprised when she gets to go have another sleep study. Because either way, whether they do one option or the other, they still have to check and make sure that that's fixed the problem. So I get to spend another night at the hospital. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. (laughs) I've got nothing to say about that. That sucks. I honestly hope that it's just surgery because can you imagine having to have a CPAP since you were three? That's so sad. I don't know if I could see my kid go through surgery, though. That's going to be sad, too. Like, my parents had to see me go through an amputation. I couldn't imagine how rough that was. Yeah. And I had to have, like, a halo system on my leg, like, pins into the bone for Jeez. months. Like, I'm pretty sure they just, like, hooked me up with some heroin for, like, two <laughs> months and just, you know, that's yeah. why I have this twitch. <laughs> See, in the surgery, I'd think she'd forget it in a few years, you know? Well, she'll forget all of this in a few years, except for the CPAP machine. She'll start calling that mommy. <laughs> But, I mean, I, of course, wish that she didn't have any of this. But I am sad that she has the central sleep apnea. Because that's your brain not fucking telling you to breathe. Yeah, but I'm sure there's, like, there's got to be, like, medications that help address that. Because, I mean, we have medications for a lot of stuff that happens in the brain. There might be, like, antidepressant pills for me that I could take all that. you know, like, like a CBD oil that, you know, she could take to help her sleep. Yeah. She just, she really needs to be getting, like, I can tell that she is tired every day. And she tells Dina she's tired every day. And she rubs her face a lot. And she gave up naps really early, I like, for her age. And I think it's because they, they weren't getting her rest. Yeah. They probably made her feel worse yeah, after she, she just, would nap because she's not breathing. She, and she's not sleeping. So yeah. it's just a waste. Yeah. And it's such a short amount of time. So, and she doesn't, st- she'll stay up late to like play and does fine. But the next day I feel like she does not handle it as well as other kids. Like she is a whiny, crying, sensitive, like all day if she stays up late, yeah. which I don't feel like is like, I know a lot of other little kids her age and they don't act like that after like, oh, you stayed up an hour. It's usually not that big of a deal, but for her, it's. It seems to hit her really hard. What'll be interesting is like when this all gets figured out and she starts sleeping, what change you'll see. Yeah, because it's going to be behavioral. It's going to be concentration. Is her personality going to, like all of a sudden she's going to start speaking with like a British accent (laughs) and like talking about the renaissance. She's going to start smoking cigars. (laughs) (laughs) Walking downstairs in a smoking jacket with a bottle of cognac. Who knows? You might have a little genius on your hands. You just don't know because she's just not sleeping. That's right. She's already pretty smart and really good at school. And she's funny as hell. She is. She's cute. But maybe she'll be less accident prone because she has accidents all the fucking time. I don't know because Aubrey's so accident prone. When she was a little kid, it was every day was something. (laughs) And so we had to institute the look. If if you're going to be clumsy, you got to be tough. Okay. You can't cry about every little bump. Because you're she being, at least is tough. She yeah. never cries. She just gets up. Yep. Unless yeah. she's bleeding, then she wants a band-aid first and then she's fine. Yeah. If you're gonna be clumsy, you gotta be tough. Yeah. It's a good one. Well, hopefully it works out. You'll have to keep us updated as we go. Yeah. So if any of you guys have any of those problems you're seeing in your kids, make sure you talk to your doctor because it's good to catch this stuff. Early. And and don't don't rely on Facebook groups, don't rely on WebMD, don't like go to your doctor. They get paid to know your child. They go to school for this stuff. Mm-hmm. They know a lot more than any mom in your mommy group. Yep. There, and trust your instincts. And there's not so much research you can do that'll make you smarter than a doctor. If you don't like what your doctor says, you can always get a second and third opinion. 
That's yeah. totally fine. And a lot of pediatricians will do that without billing insurance. You just say, hey, look, I just need a second opinion. And look, if two out of the three match up, you should probably go with the two out of three. Yeah. Or if your instincts are saying, she's gasping. That is an audible gasp. She is struggling. Even if other people might be like, eh, I don't think it sounds like that. And, and Trust I, your instincts. I, I think as parents, we do one or the other. Either one, we underplay what's going on, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, she sometimes she gasps. It's not that bad. And other times we like... We make it way worse. Like, oh my gosh, she doesn't sleep at all, and I've had to give her CPR three times. <laughs> Look, go with the over. Like, yeah. like make this too big of a deal because pediatricians can work with that information a lot better than they can if you're not telling them the whole story. Yeah, tell them that you sat up crying all night because you were worried about them. Yeah, tell them these things. Mm-hmm. They need to know these things. Don't be afraid to get emotional in front of your doctor, and don't be afraid to tell them. Look, I. I got so frustrated the other night. You know, like, tell them everything. They need yeah. to know the whole picture. They need to know mom's mental state, emotional state, as well as the kid's physical es- state. Especially if you're going to, like, primary children's hospital. It's, like, one of the bo- most, like... It's one of the best children's hospitals. Yeah, like, yeah. I think in the U.S., like, not, it's not, not just it's not the Utah, best. It's one but of it's them, one but of them. Yeah. yeah. But I remember her heart appointment when they told me about, and it's, like... Of the heart conditions, it's the best one you could have, they said. Sweet. Um, But when he left, I just broke down. And my husband's like, are you okay? Like, there's nothing we have to do now. Like, we just have to monitor it. But I was just like, I didn't want my baby to have anything wrong with her. Like, I just want her to be healthy and happy and not have any limitations in her life. And the doctor walked by, saw me crying came in, shut the door, sat down, and asked, what questions do you have? Yeah. And he just sat there with me and answered everything, even though I was freaking out. And here's the thing. Everyone has issues like this. Every kid has something. Yeah. Like, every kid's, like, we're all people. We're all made genetically. Like, some stuff just doesn't work out. It doesn't mean your kid's not going to have a good life. It doesn't mean that they're not going to have relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just something that happens just like adults. We just work through it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's tough, yeah. but you're being strong and you're doing Thanks. the right thing and you're taking care of your kid. Yes. I think, I think a lot of parents are kind of scared too because like what if I go and what if they do find something's wrong? Or what if I do this whole sleep study and then they say uh, your kid's fine. Then you feel like, and then you have your husband or your wife sometimes saying, see, I told you they were fine. But But you know what? It's like Cody said, it's better to err on the side of caution. Yep. I would rather do everything possible to figure it out and be totally wrong, but have my kids know that I totally cared about them and I didn't stop trying to figure it out than to ignore it and have something really be wrong. Exactly. Because what if I had ignored this? It could develop in a... Worse than mild, like, later on. You never know. Alcoholic syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> well, should we do a better, best, what's next? That's right. Did I say it right? No. What is it? It's best, worst, what's next. What's next? Isn't that what I said? Best? You said better, best. Oh. It's because <laughs> I'm, I'm just... Um, you only have positive. I'm positive. What's your best... Um, hitting that reset button. Yeah. Hitting that reset. Realizing that, you know, like you can do that in relationships. And if the person that you're doing it with loves you and cares about you, they'll want to do it too. Mm-hmm. It's something that you can do with your spouse. You can do with your partner. You can do with anybody. You can hit that reset and just say, look, I was an asshole. You're kind of an asshole. Let's just forget it. Yeah. It's not worth unless, it. Unless you've been like extremely abusive to where they're like, I can never forgive what you've done. Like 90% of people are going to say, cool, that sounds great. I want that too. And look, if you, if, if you know you were wrong, like I sat down on the floor and I cried for an hour in front of my daughter telling her, holy crap, I've messed up. I've been a crappy dad. And her response was, no, you haven't. And I forgive you. And I do want to start over. That's good. And neither of us have brought up anything from the past. It's just been clean slate. And you can do that. Yeah. And people do that with you. People don't want to have contention. 
No. Naturally. No. We don't want to have that. And if you ask for a reset and they say, I'm not ready yet, then give them a little time. Yeah. So that was my best. Good. That was my best. Mine was that I prepared Finley for the sleep study to where she was so excited that all day she was telling Dina that she gets to step in the night at the hospital and she dragged her little wheelie suitcase with Minnie literally riding a unicorn is what she has on her suitcase. And she dragged it by herself all the way through the parking lot and into the hospital. And there was a nervous little boy there. And she immediately went up to him and they started running around playing. There was a Spider-Man statue that they were like posing in front of. And she's like, look, did your mom tell you we're going to the moon? We're going to be astronauts. It's going to be dope. <laughs> so I was talking to his mom. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that because I forgot this. And she's like, I'm so glad that there's another kid his age because he was so nervous. And I was like, oh, really? She's been excited for the last week because I told her she was going to get stickers all over. And she's like, yeah, I made the mistake of telling him this morning that he was going to have electrodes put on him. And I was like, <laughs> oh, no. And she's like, yeah, no. My mom's going to kill me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That sounds terrifying. So, yeah, she's like, that was a big fail on my you, you kind of have to know your kid and know what to say. With Aubrey, I always told her the worst. Always. Because that's what she responded. If I told her, oh, yeah, this is going to be fine. It's not going to hurt. And it hurt. She'd be like, why Yeah, don't lie? lie to your kid. So, like, when she came down and she started school, she hadn't had any vaccinations. Oh. So, before kindergarten, she had to have seven in one appointment. Oh, man. And I just said, look, they're not going to hurt as bad as you think. They're not. You're going to be all right. And that kid sat there and took one after another and shrugged him off and was like, you know what? They're not as bad. Wow. And then the next time she got a shot, she cried like crazy. <laughs> Speaking of worst, what is your worst? Um, I just wasn't being me. I wasn't showing the affection to my daughter. I wasn't giving her the benefit of the doubt. And I operated under the I'm the parent and I'm right. Ah. That was my the worst. Dictatorship. I love taters. I love dicks. <laughs> <laughs> My worst is uh, that Finley has been going, you know that Stewie say, like mom, clip? Mom, mommy, yes. mama, mommy. She started saying mama, and I don't know why, but she says mama, mama, and she says it all the fucking time. Like she's constantly telling me shit or showing me shit, and it'll be like, mom, mama, look. You have water. That's, I don't care about your water. So she started just saying, mama. And I'll look at her and say, what? And she won't say anything. Just like Stewie, she'll just smile at me. And I get so mad. And I know I shouldn't get this mad, but I'm like, if you're going to say my name, you say something. Do not do it. Just sit here and say, Finley, Finley, Finley. No, I don't. Stop saying mama. <laughs> And it's been making me really frustrated. You're going to miss it when it stops. Ugh. You're going to miss it. You're going to talk about it when she's older. Like you used to say mama and drive me crazy. And she's going to think it's hilarious. It's going to be a memory you share forever. <laughs> uh, I hope so. Yeah. I hope some good comes out of it because damn. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Uh, what's your what's next? Um. I have to rebuild a relationship with my daughter a day at a time, an interaction at a time. And my goals for that are love is first, play is second, the rules are third. So we got talking and she's into anime. We started watching Attack on Titan together because I have to meet her halfway, right? Mm -hmm. Attack on Titan's pretty dope. I don't know if you've seen it. It's pretty dope. We got talking about video games, and the device she wanted back first for her first week was the PlayStation. Hmm. And I said, you know what? There's a game on there I've heard about that I think is right up your alley. It's called Persona 5. It's like an anime, comic book style, Japanese RPG, so it takes like 200 hours to finish. I was like, you have to go to school, and you have to go on dates, and you have to like <laughs> do this stuff. And so we downloaded it. We got it all set up. And she gets an hour and a half on there a day whenever she wants. That's cool. So, yeah. Awesome. We're slowly building it back. 
my what next is exactly what you just said about the shots because I built up the stickers and spending the night, but I didn't mention how uncomfortable it was going to be to sleep with all the stuff on. So, and that's the part she hated. Yeah. So I need to be real with her, not only like make it exciting and fun, but also point out like you might get your finger poked. I wonder, like, I was going to say, I wonder if there's a way that you could like practice sleeping with like things tied to her, but she'll die. <laughs> she'll <laughs> yeah, just die. That's, that's probably accurate. Maybe you could duct tape rocks to her. <laughs> never sleep like that. Right on her head. Yeah, something like oh, that. Oh, that reminds me, getting that sticky stuff off is fucking impossible. Next time, talk to Mikkel. They have stuff at the hospital primarily to get that goo off and it is amazing and she will get you some i need some i will pay whatever she wants little wipe she'll just grab you a handful for free and literally it's wipe right off yeah i and it's moisturizing for the skin and everything it's amazing i need that all of my surgeries she always comes home with a handful and i think her up and down because yeah that shit will stay for weeks everywhere like it's on her face like It's it's bad. Talk to Mikkel. She'll get you the anti-sticky stuff. Cool. And it'll save you hours of yeah. scraping your skin's your skin And they skin don't off. like that. They don't want to be scrubbed down with Dawn dish soap. Nope. They're not a little duck. <laughs> Dipped in oil. <laughs> <laughs> We're very uplifting and positive. Yep. This is great. Well... If you have questions, comments, or concerns about the episode or sleep apnea, behavior issues, or if you want to know a little bit more about Attack on Titan, you can send us an email at hello at unqualifiedparenting.com. Like, comment, subscribe. You can find us on the socials at Unqualified Parenting. I think that's it. Mm-hmm. Well, goodbye. Take it easy, folks. You have survived another Fortnite Parenting. Unqualified Parenting is written, produced, edited, and hosted by Jennifer Jones and Cody Reese. With special thanks to our families and listeners for making each episode possible.